Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, touch your ball to the screen. I like the Sacramento Bee. Heavy is the tooth that needs a crown. I was Joe Pizza Man. Wasabi birthday oil taste featuring the yellow unit. Prime your hole. Where does he get such wonderful paints? On tour with Megatherapy. Short and curly and strong and burly. Tweaking, twerking, booping, bopping. Brian forgot the alcohol hole. I'm with question mark. I'm not taking number two. Burgers all day, son. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. There are several things that determine quality in beef. Marbling, age of the animal at the time of the slaughter, and color and texture. What is cough? Let's say, for example, you needed to cough. Looking to retire and open a restaurant, a bounty hunter named Chip. everybody welcome to tms it is the morning stream for monday december 27th 2021 uh my name is scott johnson that guy's brian ibbett hi brian hi scott hi, hi. hi. hello hi hello happy post christmas to you that's there. right this is uh wrestling day yeah it's wrestling it day uh you yeah, wrestle yeah yesterday was boxing day today is wrestling day yeah. everybody have at yeah af or ufc day is tomorrow and uh <laughs> Get ready for the the mixed martial arts good times that are the tradition of American families everywhere. Hey, look at this. It'll be great. I'm going to show this off. Brian sent me. I have to be careful not to drop the head. Brian, Look (laughs) up Brian sent me for Christmas, you guys. Look at this thing. This is so rad, and I'm terrified. I'll explain why in a second. (laughs) But I'm a little scared. So this is this awesome bust of Batman. He has a base as well uh, Uh that he sits on. And yep. uh, there's his little head. See, his head comes out right now. Batman's head is very yeah, You can put anybody's head in there. You yeah. can put uh, M&M's. It'll be a little serving tray or something. Yeah, Robin would say, holy headless horseman, Batman, when he takes that out. Anyway, I have to. I get to paint this, and I'm terrified because it's been a long time since I've permanently painted anything that wasn't digital. Yeah. And uh, as you know, there's no Command Z in, nope. uh, d- well, in real painting. You can paint over it. Like it's. Uh, That's true. That's true. Yeah, you make a mistake, you paint over it. And that's why I sent you a full can, a full spray can of primer. Yep, look at the your primer. First, your first thing, there it is right there, the lovely sound of a marble in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, really, the first thing you should do, whether you, whether you whether or not you even paint it, prime the whole thing, and it'll yeah. look really cool primed. So I should prime him first, Yeah. and I should do the head separate because... Uh, you should do all three pieces separately. Okay, because they're going to yeah. plug into each other, obviously. You don't want to cover the hole and not prime the hole. Right. Right. You always need to and prime I'm, your hole is what I'm hearing. Prime your hole. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, if you make a mistake and it's just unfixable and it's too bad, I can always 3D print you another one, though. I know. That's that's the, I, that now, this is the Pattinson Batman, by the way, the Robert Pattinson. Oh, it Batman. is. I wondered about the jawline here. It's a little more yeah. of a, yeah, definitely more Pattinson than it is anybody else. And the the armor, apparently this is, so this is um, Eastman, designed by a guy named Eastman, who does these incredible superhero busts. 
um, superhero and pop culture character bust. Like he did this amazing uh, Blade Runner Deckard uh, this year that just looks so cool. Ooh, that would be um, a cool one to print. Are you going to do one of those? Or I'll probably do one of those. Um, That's really cool. The one I sent you is officially the largest, second largest thing I've ever 3D printed. The, what was the uh, first the Mjolnir, Mjolnir behind me is, is oh, the largest right, object right. I've made. And obviously, the Mjolnir behind me is made up of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces. Is the handle one of them? The handle is... Two of them. Uh, two of them. Okay. And the and the base of the handle is a third. Yeah. So. Oh, that thing is so cool. I never. I always forget you three D printed it. Yeah. This one of the uh, proudest print jobs. Look at uh, that thing, dude. Oh. Paint paint job. Sorry, is this thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the whole handle is. Oh no! Take that back. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. seven. Seven pieces on this guy. Good that's, Lord. I think that's what I said. Yeah, seven pieces. Okay. So. But this one over here, this Batman, second largest that Brian second has ever output. Second largest output. thing I've printed. Yep. Did it go the first <laughs> time or did it explode in a stringy mess at any point? No. Okay. No, because that's, that's out of the resin. So you don't get stringy mess. The, right. the only problems you can get with resin is if stuff doesn't cure super well. And it's interesting on the bottom of batman's head like the neck part that's that's exposed or right. un, that's not exposed yeah. you can actually see some um where it's not as clean oh i see and i think the, even yeah. on the bottom of the of the chest piece you can actually feel the bumps that is what connects it to the um the supports that it has to print with oh i see yeah a little it feels bit. like chicken skin kind of thing but for the most part i mean this looks like something that just came right off the shelf like I'm I'm so impressed with that resin stuff. It's really it's, something. It doesn't it does amazing work. And and the other thing I did, I printed it hollow. Yeah. Number one, so it'd be it would take less film or uh, less resin to print, and also it would be lighter to ship. Sure. But I forgot to do a hole so that I could cure, um, so that I could I could get uh, um, alcohol in inside the thing, cure the inside. Uh, or clean or wash the inside and also have it sink into my cleaning bath because oh. otherwise it floats and I have to sit there for six minutes and hold this thing barely underwater so that it washes off. And <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like you had to drown Batman. That's amazing. I basically had to hold Batman's head and body and, and uh, that <laughs> that stand but, under the water, under the alcohol for the entire time. I think that makes you Bane. That's, what made, that's, that's who you are. That's the villain you yes, are in the Batman universe. Yes, that makes me Bane. Yeah, yes. you're Bane. Take your city back, Gotham. <laughs> your punishment will be more severe. Uh, well, all right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so that, good. I'm glad you liked it. Love yeah. it. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm nervous about the painting. Don't be but afraid. I'm... Don't be afraid. Piece, little by little, right? Like yeah. um, prime the whole thing. Don't glue it together until until it's done. Um, paint the head separate. I sent you some paints, but I didn't send you any uh, flesh color, so you're on your own for that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that, because yeah, the patents and jaws there, I gotta... I gotta right, I sent, you, I sent you black, a dark blue, a dark gray. Yeah. Um, All the Batman You'll colors. probably want like four or five more colors anyway, but at least uh, that gets you started. And this is a brand I should seek out, this... Uh, what's it called? Vallejo. Uh, Vallejo. Ooh, Vallejo. Yeah, Vallejo makes really good... Um, Really good paints. Citadel is good also, but uh, they're a little more expensive than Vallejo. Mm. And uh, um, and it's funny. I was going to pick you up some like these brushes that were four bucks each. And the guy at Hobby Town said, "Yeah, if you want to save some money, these brushes right here come in a pack of like five 
-hmm. and they're as good or better than the army painter brushes you were looking at. Taclon is the brand. That's it, Taclon. Yes, it's a good, really good set of brushes. All right, I'm into it. Uh, and you just put yeah. one drop per eye of, of the paint in your eye, like this. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then Batman uh, will look painted when Great. you when you put those drops in your eye. Yeah, everything will. Turns out, the whole yeah. world will be painted. Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm have excited. fun with it. It's you know you're not going to be graded on it. It's uh, <laughs> I know, but I feel like I got. I'm going to show it off on here when I'm done, or even in process, we'll you show it on. You should even do TNS. it in pro like actually do a live stream where you paint and stuff like that. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I love it, yeah. and uh, it's it's. I think it's my favorite thing I got this year. I think. Oh, I'm, shut up! I really? really? I, yeah, I think so. Like I, um, Kim and I already gave each other a couch earlier in the year, and we said we're not doing Christmas because <laughs> couches are so damned expensive. We just didn't do yeah, anything else, right? Uh, and other than that, I mean, I love, I love my Secret Santa. I like my yes. Oh, I know my Spider Man hat, the Secret Santa hat, my Spider Man or my my Spider Man, my Spider Man hat that my Secret Santa handmade knit for me, which mm -hmm. I have upstairs, just super cool. Um, so, all right, I'll tell you what my, one of my favorite, uh, presents this year. So, uh, this last summer went up to Glenwood Springs. I think I talked about, it. we had the whole family up there and oh, we right. yep. had this house up there. And this is and the one where the great. car, one of the cars is in a ditch. Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. It was that, it was that trip. And on, uh, so we were there, I think a Friday, Saturday and Sunday night or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And one of those nights, my contribution was that I, put myself in the kitchen. I put a big old apron on. I made up a ton of dough and I did nothing but make pizzas for all 14 of us. Like constantly like, all right, what do we need? Do we need another veggie? I'll make another veggie. And I rolled out the dough and sauced it up and cheese and all that stuff. And sure. so I was Joe pizza man for that, for that evening, my contribution to the, the cooking that weekend. Sure. Um, my niece's boyfriend it drew me in our little family secret Santa. We do that so that we don't have to go broke getting presents for everybody. Yeah. Um, he drew my name. Didn't like send an email. Hey, what what are some of the things you want? You like Star Wars or you like Spider Man or whatever? I'll send you blah blah blah. Um, he took it upon himself to get a really nice wooden pizza peel, which is the thing that you put under the pizza to get it out of the oven or to turn it. Big That's flat the name wooden. of that thing? A pizza yeah. peel? A pizza peel, yeah. Never heard I of that. I think it's P-E-A-L, I think. Okay. Um, That's great. And then he had it custom engraved as uncle's pizza with like a logo and a, and a picture of a pizza on it and, and the date that we all went up to the... Uh, um, uh, the the cabin for that weekend like it is the the coolest that's great uh, yes i love that kind of stuff because it's way better than just oh i got you a box at the store that might be cool and you might like it or right, whatever exactly. instead it's got some yeah. meaning or whatever no, look it's, it's like it's a p e uh, double e uh, oh p e e l okay yeah. so it's p, uh, p e e l okay okay all right i'd yeah, never it's... known what that was called i just assumed it was like pizza spatula or yeah I know. Stone we already have the term spatula. Why don't we just use that? Yeah. But uh, I guess it's because it's a it, you know it's a much more specialized item. They have the big metal ones. We had those at the pizza pizza places I worked at, and yeah. uh, they had like so. uh, poison on the front, Cinderella, a uh, little bit of rat, <laughs> big metal right, ones. Exactly. They had yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's awesome. Very very cool. Yeah. Well, as part of my uh, Christmas tradition. This is the third time that a Christmas has featured this particular tradition in my life. Third time only in my entire life. I, uh, I popped off a crown 
during Christmas once oh, again. Oh, no. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, here was the Sticky scenario. Pecan pie or something? What, uh, what actually it's did It's so it? much worse, dude. Like, you'd hope it'd be, like, something good <laughs> and, and, like, yeah. something from dinner yeah. or whatever. No, it was... And I know these do this. Like, I'm so stupid. Van has a little box that Kim keeps in the drawer or in the in the cat or the what do you call it, the pantry called mm-hmm. Van's snack snack box. So he'll go okay. snacks, snacks, and that means he wants one of the things <laughs> out of the thing. So we go and uh-huh. we open it, and in there is a little pouch of uh, fruit snacks. And I'm like, I haven't had a fruit snack in a long time. I might try one of those. Give me one of those. Yeah. First thing I do, bite down on that thing, creates a suction vacuum, boop, pops off my freaking crown. Oh. Now, the nice thing is there's so much cement on that thing that it's like nothing. It doesn't even hurt. It's just exposed now. So I got to go in there Tuesday at 2 o'clock, get the damn thing put back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all in one piece, so it won't take much. They probably wouldn't have to deaden me. They just have to go in and you know create a little laser etching in there to make it so it'll be a rough edge to hit the rough edge and then stay with the cement. And then I'll get out of there, and they probably won't even charge me because uh, last time they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they will. Uh, Uh The the important part is a Christmas miracle happened in my (laughs) mouth, and I was so mad. So the kid heard me swear real loud. I went, shit, as loud as I could. Listen, we've heard him swear. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like what I say is tame compared to what he says. So that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, other than that, kind of uneventful. We canceled all the giant gatherings and did small stuff, and they were yep. all fine. Uh, yeah. You know, we had a fine time. Although, oh, I witnessed something that made me laugh. I almost forgot. I did, I did forget okay. to put this in the thing. I just thought you'd like this from sort of a social experiment point of view. Um, I'm at a New Year's, or sorry, a, a Christmas Eve kind of hangout, and it was on purpose with some friends who had a very small group coming. They had like six, seven people is all. And everyone's vaxxed. And I'm like, all right, we feel okay about that. We'll come over there and eat a little bit. And they had these amazing ribs and just like the really good food. And it's my buddy Darren, and they're great. We love these guys. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out with these guys, and the the room started to fill up a little bit. And Kim and I are like, yeah, we're probably going to go. Not just because of that, but we told Carter we'd meet her at home for a movie. She was with some friends, and so we thought we'd do that. And so we're about to leave, and I notice... Darren's brother is over in the kitchen and he's looking over at me while talking to Darren's wife. So kind of like talking her side mouth while staring at me (laughs) while looking at you. And I can tell what he's doing is trying to confirm with her that I am who I, who he thinks I am. He doesn't remember me is what I'm saying. So he's trying to like, he doesn't want to be embarrassed and, and go, Hey, I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. Who are you? And, well, and then realize that. Again? And I've I've seen this yeah. guy a million times, right? So he's doing that, <laughs> and yeah. I go right in the middle of it. I just had the forethought to go. I know what's happening here. I understand the visual transaction that's happening, and I uh-huh. go, I go, hey, like this, like, hey, what's going on? Like, just kind of interrupt it. He's like, oh, hey, and I'm like, yeah. And I went over there and I said, hey, his name. I shouldn't say. It. Well, I can say his name. His name is Chet. And I went over there. I said, Chet, how's it going, Chet? It's nice to see you. And he's like, hey, you. You know, he just could not remember. <laughs> it was great. It was just a great little, like, curb curb slash Seinfeld He almost moment. wanted to, like, say, I was thinking we, we should get T-shirts. And mine would say, hey, I'm with Chet. And do you know what yours would say? What would yours say? <laughs> yeah, what would yours Chet? say? I'm with question mark? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a pretty funny little moment between us that was shared. 
Uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, let's get uh, let's get to some fun. You know. Yeah. Not that yeah. that wasn't fun. It was, but it was definitely fun. There's more fun to be had. And uh, I don't know if uh, Dunaway says it shows us away, so maybe I didn't communicate with him. <laughs> Let's see. Actually, maybe I should just uh, say to him real quick, "Hey, you! Whoops! Hey, you on today for TMS?" Uh, oh, I Apple? thought you weren't doing a show today. Yeah, he might. Oh say, hi! Oh hi! He might say, "I can't do, I can't do a Brian Dunaway, and I'm, I'm never going to try." Like I can, I think I can do a reasonable. Uh, Randy Deluxe, but I don't think I can pull off a, a Brian Dunaway. The Randy is tricky, but you do do a reasonable one. Oh, yes. Well, uh, did I ever tell you about the time? That I... <laughs> the time he was in uh, Canada all week and we and yes, we can't talk exactly. to him very well? I could do his, I might be able to do his... <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Canada! Might be able to do his uh, his southern accent that he does at the beginnings of uh, film sex. Oh, yeah. They're my yeah. three special thank steps. You, thank you for coming to the uh, Howard Johnson's Inn and Suites, and I'm here to present to you the three rules for resurrecting your matrix. Yeah, number one. Step one. Machete. Say machete. All right. Hey, look who it is. Oh, wait, I can't. Here we go. guy right there is brian dunaway joining us from south carolina in his own you know christmas miracle hey brian what's going on oh hi scott and brian hey man what are you doing Hello. How, how was your christmas how are you feeling it was fantastic it is a monday so you know how i feel about mondays and it's the last monday of the year yeah are you working today or you you get the week off what's going no, on i'm at the i'm at the house today scott oh, i took the oh, whole week are. off the whole week. I've See, got... I love it when people take the week off between Christmas yeah. and New Year's. I used to do that every year. Yeah. Hey, uh, I highly recommend it, especially if you're planning on launching a new podcast in January. Yeah, so no you got to get on it. You got to got a plan. That's right. We got we got ideas and plans. Hey, real quick, can you confirm this is you? I'm gonna play something. And you you need to tell us if this is really you. So hold on. I'm so tired of all the bullshit. I hope your day is good. That's that's you, right? That is you. <laughs> I don't, it sounds like me. Yeah. I do so much crazy crap. It sounds like something I would have sent to Scott. <laughs> yep. Like over a, a yeah, that sounds like me. Was, is it me? <laughs> it is definitely you. It's a tech. It's a, a voice memo you sent me on your phone like a year ago, <clears throat> and it's amazing. And uh, I want to keep it forever. And so I did. And now have good, it permanently in my life. It's the perfect plan. Yeah, it's the perfect plan uh, hatched by the perfect planners. It's good to have you here. We're gonna play Babel Royale. Uh, freaking Monday edition unit deal, the squirm, I think. Brian's going to explain how it works and who's going to win what. Brian? Exactly right. Welcome to the morning squirm, a back and forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that Mike made, Mike, Mike, bleh, might Mike make. make Ryan Seacrest uh, want to cancel his uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve. Uh, Scott and Brian are going to take turns answering multiple choice trivia questions, and if they get them wrong, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestant, and our contestants will be pulled from the member of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. Speaking of those contestants, Scott, you're going to be playing for Meredith from Sacramento, California. <gasps> the, ho- the 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 capital oh. of the state of California, that Sacramento. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And a lovely And a lovely city with a, a newspaper called the Sacramento Bee. Ooh. Ooh, and you've been there a couple, a few times, I've been right? There. I've been to. There's a couple of uh, bee newspapers, and I do like those bees. Oh, you do, Brian. Like you're going to be playing for uh, Joe H. from Kirksville, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Joe H. You say or Joel H. Joe H. Joe. Oh, Joe H. 
Joe H. H. Uh, and the winner is going to get uh, copies of Bee Simulator and Swine HD Remaster on Steam, courtesy oh, of Wesley. Know what that is. Ooh. The runner-up is going to get a copy of Deadly Days on Steam. Nice. So, bee Simulator. Hmm. I wonder how that is. That scares me just slightly, a Bee Simulator. No kidding. Game. All the Bee. Well, hopefully the Sacramento player wins the bee simulator and it's just right. like working at the newspaper yeah no i hope it's and i hope it's in vr and i hope you had to shake your butt at the queen bee <laughs> let me look here real quick uh live the big adventure like of a Oculus small vr game where you have to like direct the other bees to where the honey you is to, the, right you, the, you have to you have to put the controller in your back pocket and go <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting oh no i meant to left oh no i meant to right oh you actually control i figured this was like a bee colony thing you actually control yeah. a bee it's like a bee. Just and a singular bee. A singular bee in his, in his ventures through life and not voiced by Jerry Seinfeld, however. <laughs> no, that's too bad. Yeah, that's a bummer. What, what happened is the deal with Holland? <laughs> What's up with that? I never saw the bee movie. Everyone always says, like, there's a whole oh, generation God, yeah, that's, of people. That's a great movie. Ge- yeah, generation of people who, who were kids at the time or whatever, they all swear it's the greatest thing on the planet and underrated and should have gotten sequels. Um, never saw it. Never saw it. It's all right. I wouldn't say I, it's the greatest thing on the planet. I'd say it's good. No. If you're a Seinfeld fan, I think you definitely should watch it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm in. But then a big, but I remember contemporaries of mine. It's not that old. It came out in like, I don't know, mid-2000s or something. Right. And uh, at the time, you know, adult reviewers and stuff were like, this is shit. Stay away from it. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. But then well, if you it, were a kid then, I guess it's just your favorite thing. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. luckily a lot of time has passed. It. It'll be good. It'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's kind of a meme now, I guess. It has yeah. become one, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, anyway, to, to our questions, Brian. Well, let's you... get to the questions. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I think Brian won last time. We're going to start with Scott. All right. Uh, Scott. Yeah. You should consider oh. eating your own boogers. Uh, scientists <laughs> oh. have found oh. that boogers may help which of these things? A, they'll give you longer hair and nails. B, they'll strengthen your immune system. C, they will aid with digestion. Or D, it'll help you reduce stress. Okay, well, bef- before I answer this. <laughs> all right, gross. Um, gross. Exactly. Uh, I'm sorry, give me those one more time. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, does it give you stronger hair and nails? Does it strengthen your immune system? Does it aid with digestion or does it reduce stress? All right. I'm going to guess it strengthens the immune system because that's the only thing you could get out of it. The whole reason that you accumulate matter in your nose and and your and the reason you have hair there is to filter out contaminants. So if you're ugh, gross, if you're eating that stuff, <laughs> then you're probably somehow adding or, you know, you're, you're challenging your immune system. So I'm going to say that. Let me show you something. Nostrils. Right. I yeah. can handle it. Is it strengthening your immune system? It is, and Scott gets the point. Yeah, in 2013, uh, Scott Knapper, an associate professor at biochemistry at the University of Saskatchewan, uh, proposed this theory and found out that, yes, it actually can help boost your immune system. Now, let me ask you... I'll take the cold. Thank you very much. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Let me ask you this question, Brian, uh, to our host here, our game show host, not the other Brian. Here's what I'll ask you. If you were told, Brian, you are guaranteed to never get COVID ever... Yeah, you are you are immune to COVID forever, no matter the variant, no matter See where whatever. This is going. Sure, sure. And all you have to do is one of two things: you have a choice. Uh huh. You eat boogers all day for a full day. Mm. Or, Just like every meal is boogers. Yeah. Or oh, God, I couldn't do it. 
Or you lick a public toilet at Mile High Stadium. Oh, good Lord. Well, I'm definitely not taking number two. Okay. Uh, mm, number literally. two. So number one, then. <laughs> so number one, you'd eat boogers all day. Yeah, I mean, I'd eat your boogers own boogers all day. My own boogers? Yeah, sure. My own boogers would be better yeah. than somebody else. Yeah, somebody else's. You know, toilet seat. I mean, <laughs> poor Stephanie in the chat. I know. Ruined She's her day. really uh, like. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I, I, I feel bad for those who can't even think about boogers because I'm I'm the kind of person that if I accidentally get a booger on my hand. I, I can't even look at it. I'll just start gagging. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you have to yeah. hold it out and make yeah. somebody else take care of it? Like run around I do. It's, you know, some people faint the side of their own blood. I, I yeah, gag. The side of your own boogers. Booger. Yeah. And you yeah. can't get a booger off your finger no matter how. It's like, I get it off. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, my right. God. No, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, humans are gross. Actually, all animals are, but we're, we, we know how gross it is. An animal doesn't know, but we know. Right, right. We know. Yeah, we know what's up. All right. That's why Puck never should have stuck his fingers in the peanut butter. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Br- uh, Brian. Yes. Brian. During the 1800s, straight jacket pajamas and tying hands to bedposts were two typical oh, ways to A, remove evil spirits from the body, B, stop kids from masturbating, C, keep people from sleepwalking, or D, prevent young girls from having sex. Oh my god! All right, so uh, you say it's straight night jacket, pa- yeah, night shirt, straight okay. jacket, pajamas, and tying hands to bedposts. Right, uh, and this is the eighteen hundreds, right? Eighteen hundreds, yes. We were really hung up on the no masturbation thing in the eighteen hundreds. So I just can't. I I just got to feel like. Uh, How do you know this? Really is answer. this a Wikipedia article you read or something, or uh, did you watch a documentary about this? How do you know I, that they, he's I, a time it, traveler? Well, he's a time oh, lord. Always, oh my god! Everything that you see from the eighteen hundreds, any type of okay. So you know, I like watching the you know, I look in the Guinness Book of World Records. I also like to yeah. look at old, you know, oh, old technology. Oh, please tell old, me what. Please tell me what world record has. No, to no, do no, with no. This. <laughs> the number of times you didn't get to masturbate. <laughs> Number one record. Uh, no, I mean we also have like a, this muse- We have this surgical museum uh, in in my hometown, and I go in and you get, you get to see all this, all this stuff that's terrifying, right? Yeah, and yeah. I just remember a lot of stuff that I've read about the eighteen hundreds, especially when it comes to like advertisements and that kind of stuff, yeah. and yep. the social the social climate and everything. It was always like against masturbation, mm-hmm. and so I just, I just feel like that would be the thing. I don't know. Right. I could be wrong. Okay. All right. All right. We'll is the out. answer to stop kids from masturbating? It is. Well done. Yeah. Look at you guys. Wow. Huh? Look at this. Two right answers in a row. What even is this? That's What's right. going on? Exactly. Okay. okay. Right. Can't stop me, though. Nope. I have feet. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back to Scott on this one. Gross. Yeah. But get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this disgusting medieval remedy is making a comeback and is used today in some hospitals to treat leg ulcers, pressure sores, and infected wounds. Is it leeches, live snails, maggots, or cat urine? Um, Treating leg ulcers, pressure sores, and infected wounds. So all three of those have an infection component. So I have to think it's maggots because they... Mm they eat that sort of stuff like it's it's a natural thing for them and i, I you know the tendency here is to go like leeches cuz leeches are an old school thing but i got to think right. it's right. i got to think it's that maggots is the answer maggots i guess you guys are figuring this game out yes indeed it is maggots nice. um in uh That's amazing. so 
Fly maggots have been maggot therapy was introduced in the USA in 1931, and according to the National Library of Medicine, um, it is currently used for the treatment of some intractable wounds. Mm, I yeah. played bass for maggot therapy for two years straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. They're not so good now. They were great. Yeah, that's a, yeah. No, they've had a lot of uh, turnover in the band. And sure. Some of those old songs just don't. They just don't, don't hold up. No, through. not like they used to. Just not like. I, I like this topic of or theme that you're running through. It's like uh, <laughs> medical science of the weird. I yeah. like yes, it. It really is. And, and uh, man, I'm just looking at the chat room. <laughs> Brian calls it. He calls it the squirm for a reason. I warn you. I totally yeah. warn you. Yeah. yeah. Didn't I warn you, Brian? <laughs> the human mouth is a saliva factory. Oh. How many gallons of spit does a person produce each year? No. That's gross. I've been saving a few of these up to just like rip the bandaid off all at once. I've got I've got far worse ones that I just don't ask on the show. Right away. It's a strong yeah. end to the to the year. Yeah, they really I don't, yeah yes. we, we definitely have to have a Patreon level of the questions we didn't ask. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh, poor Stephanie is out. I think she's... <laughs> no, I'm say, out. Stephanie, I'm not talking oh, about... I did give you, let me give you your choices. I did. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, your choices are 87 gallons, 115 gallons, 43 gallons, or 78 gallons. <laughs> oh, I swear, I, I I feel like I could probably like whenever you get like nauseous, God, you can yeah. like you can like spit out like a gallon in a day, no problem, <laughs> right? Uh, let's see, there's three sixty five in a year. Uh, they'll say the average. Uh, let's see, what was it? What was, what was the one closest to like about one fifty? Say those one was like uh, one hundred and fifteen. So going from smallest to largest, we have forty three, seventy eight, eighty seven, and one fifteen. I'm going to go 115. 115. Is the answer 115? It is. Oh, my, my gosh. God. What? have not missed one yet. <laughs> That's amazing. 115 gallons uh, produced every year. Every year. That's every right. year, man. Man. You swallowing that spit. What are you doing right. with it? I need All one right. of those what? Freeman those suits hookers. or Fremen suits. Capture I'll give you guys that. a little bit of a break with the last question here. This is going to Scott. Okay. Uh, listen, Scott, you know, you're, you're working out at the gym, you're getting nice and strong, but you're never going to be stronger than your own human hair. Uh, a head of human hair, a full head of human hair is strong enough to lift what? 45 pounds, 23 pounds, one ton or 13 tons. Oh my gosh. A full head of human hair. I don't know what this well, is like, but I hear what the, what a full well, head know, of human hair is like. I know how much uh, Superman's will with John John Cryer, he uh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We know how much uh, one strand will do. All right, I feel like I want to go high, but not too high, so I'm gonna say a ton. All right, is the answer one ton? It is not. Damn it! Wins the game for his yes. contestant. Uh, also gets a chance to answer this just for bragging rights. Uh, you have now, left. Uh, uh, 45 pounds, 23 pounds, or 13 tons? Uh, 13 tons, man. 13, 13 tons, we, we could man. Lift, we could lift a, 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 a caterpillar. I don't know. What, what can we lift with that? What, how, much, how many tons? I don't even know what a ton a is. is. I know what a ton is. What do you mean it's a, a caterpillar? Oh, you mean like the, 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 like the earth movement? caterpillar yes. truck. Yeah, oh, like right. A, right, right, right. <laughs> construction vehicle. Right, okay. Uh, indeed, it is 13 oh. tons. A full head of human hair can lift. Yes. I should have gone all the way. That's crazy. That's got to yeah, be like bayonetta hair. Who's got hair that does that? That's got to be like Crystal uh, Gale can lift. Uh, 
She can she can probably is she still around? She's still with us. I think she's still with us. Her yeah. hair is. Do you think yeah. they'll just bury when she when she does go? And I don't. I'm not trying to hasten her end. But when she goes, are they going to bury her Sorry. in a cocoon of her own hair? Is that how they're going to do it? Just I like guess. A, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like wrap have. her, wrap her in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. A single strand of hair can hold uh, three ounces in weight, approximately three ounces in weight. And then when you when you pull all of that together. Uh, one head of hair can lift up to thirteen yeah. tons. The if, weight of two elephants. Wow! If you have long, if you have long, uh, bang hair, and you also wear glasses, you know how much freaking hair will lift with those stupid glasses. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, do you think your short curlies are strong and burlies? Do you think that? Uh, I would. Uh, I would think they were. I would think they would be more fragile, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so A little more breakable. All right. Well, yeah, they're more. They're, they're yeah, they're, they're kind of brittle. That- they're yeah. flat, which is what makes them curly, and so they probably would be more mm-hmm. easy hold, to hold on to break a second. And... That is news to me. They're like if you microscope that business, they're yeah. flat. Yeah, that's like, why they're curly. So they ribbon like a ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I didn't know that. You got like little ribbons down there, Scott. Wait a minute. Why? Why do you know that? How come that's a thing you know? That's crazy. I don't know why I know that. How did you not know that, Scott? Jeez, I know don't you ever visit the internet? I've never been that curious, to be honest. It's like, why are they curly? Why is my pubic hair curly? <laughs> uh, well, all right then. This has gone well, and we gave prizes to who's our winner? Missouri uh, boy person. Our winner is uh, yeah, Joe from Kirk Kirksville, Missouri. He wins. He's going to get a copy of Bee Simulator and Swine HD remastered. But nice. don't worry, Meredith from Sacramento, you are going home with Deadly Day. Also on Steam. All right, here's your here's your sound file for your winning today, there, uh, Joe. I don't like bees. There you go. Uh, Enjoy your prizes. Brian will send those to you asap in your email. And in the meantime, uh, me and Brian Dunaway here uh, have some. Well, we've already announced it, but we'll just make more noise about it. The third of January. So that's like in what? uh, Next next Monday. Next is it really next Monday from today? Yeah. Next Monday we launch. Play Retro at frogpants.com slash play retro. Now you might be saying, wait a minute, retro, what? <laughs> Brian and I have had a passion for retro games for a very, very long time. And yes. so in a very sinister move, <laughs> we have decided to joust our way. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a show all about retro games and we're going to get real serious about it. I'm super excited because we both have a lot of passion for this. It will. Uh, a lot of people have gone. But you're keeping the boop show, right? No, <laughs> the boop show <laughs> is being put on the hiatus shelf because we're moving on to a new project. I don't know if people know this, but we don't have clones of ourselves, and it's hard to do uh, more things when you're already full. So we are swapping it out, and we're going to do this for a while. And uh, very excited about it. It's all ready to pre-subscribe to on a, whether whatever your app is, or if you use an Apple Podcast or a Google. Pl- I got the Google thing. They're always late, but I got it. Spotify. Uh, Amazon Music, all of them, they have it. It's ready to go. There's nothing there yet, but you can go sub to it early, and then on the third, you can get it. <clears throat> if you want to watch us do it live, we're going to use the uh, boop time slot, 3.30 Mountain Time on Mondays, and record live. So, yeah, this coming Monday. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, a week from today. Yeah, yeah this coming Monday, yeah. A January week from the 3rd, today. 2022, baby. That's right. Super stoked. That should be... Would that be our first podcast? No, because we'll be doing film sack before then, right? Yeah, we'll do film no. sack. No, right. The Wait. day before. Yeah. yeah. Wait, are we doing? Yeah, we are doing film sack because we're doing we are, The Matrix. Doing, uh, the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new one. Yes. We were supposed to watch over the weekend. We didn't. Uh, 
So I think I am. The first watch will be for Film Sack, I think, for me. Cool. I agree. That's, that's me, too. Uh, first watch is going to be for Film Sack. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to do it before then. Right. It's so close. Because if it's and, horrible, I don't want to have to watch it twice. Right. Yeah. So there you have it. But I'm so excited about next Monday because we're going to talk about, uh, we're probably going to talk about Joust. Yeah, we're I launching to, the episode with Joust. Oh, yeah. That's Joust cool. is, so yeah. is going to be, are you guys just going to be riffing on it live or are you doing it like uh, current geek style where it's like a scripted going through and talking no, no, about No, no, no. Totally, and... totally live. We're going to keep that aspect of it uh, cool. and do it live on the stream every every Monday at 3.30 Mountain Time. So we'll we'll continue to do the live thing and uh, and uh, we got all kinds of cool ideas. I'm so excited about it. And everything's awesome. set. Like we've never been more prepared for anything. That's the other weird thing about this. Yeah. We're yeah. not just winging That's because this. it took a month. We said, you know what we should do? We should take off in December and, and make a plan. Yeah, and, we did and just work that. at it. And we've been doing that every day. Talking, working, yeah. tw- uh, tweaking, janking, lurking, burking, all of it. Tweaking? Yeah, been we've, been tweaking? Tweak- we've been tweaking. Damn. We've been tweaking on the weekend. Uh, anyway, uh, check it out. Frogpants.com slash play retro for details. Uh, Brian Dunaway, anything else you want to make? You've been playing a lot of retro like on stream. You still doing that this week? What's going on? Yeah, I've been playing. I've been I, I've been playing for a couple weeks now, Fantasy Star 4, and I've also been goofing around in VR. I got my Oculus Quest 2, already had a one, but I decided to take it to the next oh, level. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I've been I've been playing Joust in my VR world. <gasps> How do you do that? that? What? What do yeah. you? Oh, Ooh. so you just do it like um, you plug it into the PC and play it through the. Um... I'm using the AirLink, and uh, okay. so you can go to Oculus Home, and you can set up an. Uh, I set up an arcade uh, cabinet, and I put in a monitor in there, and I just stream uh, my retro arch from there. And we can talk. We'll talk all about this. That's awesome. Uh, on how to wow. set up your yeah, how to set up your virtual world. We'll also probably talk about when Scott's going to finally finish that main cabinet. He's been working on for yeah. a long time. So no, now I got now I have some motivation to to actually push through. Right. I got to talk to my brother-in-law Steve. He has all my hardware. All right. He was supposed to make the prototype, and we just we never made it work. But but uh uh, so just so everyone understands, he's not just playing on a screen in a virtual world. It's right. a full-blown yeah. joust cabinet in the world, he's and he's playing on it a joust on that. cabinet in the virtual in the world. Art. <clears throat> That's <clears throat> right. If you're gonna play it, play it right. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna bring digital. Or we're gonna bring retro and and modern together in weird ways, and I don't know. People are gonna like this show, so uh, do check it out starting next Monday. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic day. Know you kiss our butts. All right, he's out of here. He's out of here. Out. Out. All right. Well done, Stephanie. We promise no more grossness today. Instead, maybe she's gone. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she's still here. But, well, maybe uh, she made it back. If she, if not, we it. you know look. You yeah, can't. Eh, sometimes you it happens. It just exactly. means that she's got a. The reason humans are so at the top of the food chain is we've developed these reactions to things that keep us alive longer. It's a. That's right. It's a. It's a. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, what do you call defense it? Defense mechanism. A. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what? what uh, I can't think. Of, there's a word for this. <laughs> Anyway, we'll call it that. A defense mechanism. And you know what? She's just using her uh, defense. That's all it is. Quick, the news. In the news is sponsored by... You'll find quality in our corner. Hey, look, it's the news, and it's brought to you by... By Narfi, a TMS patron who says, I'm an artist that posts occasionally on Instagram when I'm not at work and have no time or have time to doodle. Uh, my when they do have time to it would make more sense if they had time to do time to doodle. Yeah. My Instagram is slash narfinarf, but that's spelled K N A R F I E K N A R F. So narf K N A R F narfinarf. Yeah, there it is, right there on screen. You can see some cool art. That's awesome. And uh, always happy to showcase cool stuff from our patrons. If you're like, wait, I'm a patron and I'd like to do that. There's an ongoing thread on the Patreon.com slash TMS site where you can tell us what cool thing you do and we'll talk about it on the show. 
<laughs> uh, <clears throat> couple of quick stories here. Hey, Brian, the new, there's a new dog phone out. Have you heard of the dog phone? The dog phone? I have not heard about the dog phone. Scott, tell me. Let me tell you more about the dog phone. Uh, this phone lets uh, pets video call their owners when they're home alone. <laughs> like the the pet actually gets to choose when they call? Which yeah. Is, <laughs> not the horrendous. Not the people. Constant. Oh, yeah, it'd be a nightmare. Um, I don't know how this is even working, but... Says here, fetching sticks and chew toys may be a thing of the past. As researchers at the University of Glasgow, that's in Scotland. Hey, I told you the chuck was. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, they have created a clever ball that allows dogs to video call their owners when they're feeling lonely. This, this will not work because my dogs are always lonely if we're not here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, designed to tackle separation anxiety in pets, Dog Phone is a soft ball fitted with an accelerometer, uh, which will f- uh, phone owners or call owners when the dog shakes it. When a movement is sensed, a signal sent to a laptop, which launches a video call. Yeah, but what about your phone? I'm not going to have my laptop with me. Oh, I no, see. No, no. I see. Yeah, there are the laptops at home with the ball. So p- ball to laptop to call to right. you. Okay. Right, exactly. Uh, this is from Dr. Eilina Herensky-Douglas, a specialist in animal-computer interaction at the University of School of Computing Science, um, worked for or with her 10-year-old Labrador, Zach, in creating the device. As part of the process, Zach was left to play with the toy for 16 days over a period of three months. Uh, while there were some accidental calls, researchers showed, researchers showed that Zach showed uh, Dr. Elena his ball on the screen, suggesting he wanted to play with her. Uh, the doctor responded back to Zach talking to him and showing her him around her, her office. Uh, I kind of love this idea, but I don't think I could ever actually do it. No, and it feels like uh, you're really just setting up the dog for more disappointment. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to play ball. Can we play ball? Um, no, still at work. Yeah, uh, go play. Yeah, go play with yourself. Go do I like else. the I like the dog can butt dial. Uh, yeah. the owner accidentally like literally hit it like smack it with its butt and it'll be enough to set a call <laughs> exactly yes That's exactly great. I've seen those things where dogs can push a bunch of buttons and they know what they mean have you seen that it's like no. uh, uh-huh. I don't even know what this is called someone in the chat may know it's like an array of buttons and they're labeled like if you're if if uh, there's a button that's like labeled I'm thirsty treat or treat yeah, okay. yeah exactly and so if the dog wants to go for a walk it walks over to these buttons and knows to paw the one that says walk and wow. will hit it like you know repeatedly until you go you get up and go help the dog and take a walk um and they're really it's amazing I've seen like mostly TikTok videos but you see these docs docs dogs t- <laughs> you know dog talk is what I was thinking of. Um, uh-huh. they, they're just pushing the buttons and telling the owners what they want and when they want it. I don't see any reason why you couldn't tie that into a phone call as well. Like Totally. Yeah. More than the I mean, ball easily, even? I don't know. Do you, does your dog uh, like whack the back door when they want to go outside yeah. or anything oh, yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. They hit the yeah. door or they... Uh, depends on the dog. Boomer will just go... Like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Ripley will get up and smack the doorknob. Oh, wow. See, that's cool. And yeah. Rainer just dances by it. Just a little dance. Yeah, spaz dance. Yeah, Daisy. Daisy whacks the door, and sometimes she misses, so it's just like a little whiff. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. if we see, it's like, oh, okay, she wants to go out, which P- is great. It's P- you know, uh, perfectly P- trained. P. Crumb in the chat says it's a terrible idea. Dogs are needy as as f. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they that's, are. that's why I don't think I'd do it. But anyway, that's kind of cute. Here's one more yeah. story for you. It's in the dog. It's in the dog uh, story range. Oh, here good. As well. More more dog uh, news today in dog news. Yeah, today in dog news, a woman uh, says gifts in her luggage. So she traveled, had some gifts for Christmas. 
uh-huh. were replaced with dog food. <laughs> now, oh, that darn TSA! I do have some questions about this headline. Woman says gifts in her luggage were replaced by dog food. Shouldn't that Should be, be with with dog food? Yeah, they were replaced by TSA agents with yeah, dog food. Because otherwise, that's saying dog food did the did the replacing. Right. Yeah. Right. A New Hampshire woman woman. That's where the hobbits live in America. Hobbit uh-huh. American hobbits. Yep. It's a uh, new place where they live. <laughs> I almost watched. I don't know what got into my head the other night. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I almost watched The Hobbit, the first one. I don't know why. I don't even like it. There are other things on your list to watch. There are plenty other things. You're totally right about this. In fact, one of them, the thing, one thing I did watch, because Kim got in the mood, I don't even know if I want to say what it was. It's embarrassing. I'll probably bring it up Wednesday. Oh, God. Tell me, Hallmark movie? No, it's worse. Uh, Maybe it's not worse. Can, right. can we agree? Okay, we can agree that Sandra Bullock is America's sweetheart, or was, or is, or she's something, right? She's yeah, great. We yeah, like her. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's all I'll say for now. Wednesday, I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. Oh, did you watch? Well, you'll have to tell me if you watch that new thing with her where she's like a cop killer. Oh, and yeah, an ex-con or whatever. I not, have not seen yeah. that yet. I kind of want to, though. I want to see how that is. Yeah, I is. do, too. Unforgiven? Not Unforgiven. That's a whole different thing. I'd really like a Bird Box follow-up. I thought that was rad. That take on apocalyptic sort of zombie whatever yeah. ideas. I mean, it was basically uh, what's the quite not quite, yeah. It's a, a quiet place except it was with sight. Right, it's sight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, all right, a New Hampshire woman got an unpleasant surprise this month when she returned home from Europe. Uh, Gina Sheldon spent about two weeks between Italy and Paris for business purposes. Managed to squeeze in some holiday shopping during her stay. She got home, began unpacking her luggage. She discovered the gifts she had packed had all gone and were replaced by random items, in particular dog food. Uh, she says, I opened a third bag that had all the gifts and, uh, that I bought for myself, and it was replaced with dog food, an old T-shirt, uh, a shaving cream bottle, she says. <laughs> she says there was three grand worth of pri- uh, not prizes, three grand worth of gifts that were missing. Oh and um, it looks like somebody just swapped bags. Leather jackets, leather purses. Yeah. My guess Do is either... Think that she may have just done her shopping with Ambien and didn't realize, oh, I bought a leather purse, but really it's a can of Barbasol. <laughs> or, oh, I bought a you know, a leather, leather jacket for my daughter. And really it's a t-shirt that says my mom went to France and all I got was this t-shirt. When you were a kid, did anyone, did yeah. any old people read you a book about the guy whose wife went to visit somebody and he had to grocery shop on his own and so when he bought he knew what he liked but he he couldn't see very well but he thought Mm -hmm. well i'm i know what i like so i'll be fine so he bought spaghetti but it turns out it was wax paper he bought um he bought spaghetti sauce but it was coffee This is like a a children's book yeah does anyone remember this book it got read to me it got read to me so much when i was young when i was little it's just really burned into my head it was kind of a mr magoo thing but not um but it wasn't mr magoo mr magoo everybody's saying mr magoo mr magoo they're asking because that's how the cartoons were definitely like this but there was a book i'll buy some spaghetti (laughs) they were all mr howell right wasn't that it was was? yeah it was uh, jim beckus yeah oh someone needs to find the name of that book it was not magoo though branded it was just some little old man and when his wife came home she fixed it all for him and it was cute and everything but he or he bought all the wrong things because they all look like what he was used to, but they were something else inside. Mm. So he didn't like coffee, but the but the spaghetti sauce can looked like the coffee can. I think, so 
You, you know. If you take John might have found it, loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter. No, that's the thing from that's from Sesame that's Street. The oh, okay. That's that little girl who has to remember what she has to buy, and her mom will be happy. Oh, right, yeah. But that's this is the era. Uh, let's see. Could you temper what you're talking about? Which I could temper, but I know what you're talking. Oh. Yeah, it's it's not Utah based Utah Magoo. That's not. <laughs> was, there, was there a part of the story where you had to leave or replace plums or buy plums? Or- oh, there it is. It, okay, he's not blind. He can't read. That's what it is. Okay, little old man who couldn't read. Yeah, the little old man who could not read. There's a Kindle edition and a hardcover still. That's the book. Oh my gosh, the memories are Look flooding. At that. Yeah, that's what it was. So he went to buy stuff and he couldn't tell what it said. So he just grabbed whatever looked right shape wise. It's a great little book. It's funny. Once there was a little old man who could not read. He just never wanted to learn. His wife went to the store and bought the food, but the little old man stayed home and made beautiful toys out of wood. <laughs> yeah. This is somebody you'd probably One day shame. his wife decided to go on a visit. You will need to go to the store, she said. Get a can of soup and a big can of spaghetti sauce and some spaghetti. Yeah. This is it. And then she kissed the old man and left. And, oh, nope. Get to here we go. Yeah. Uh... Oh, wow. And like all of the letters on the products are like in weird foreign Klingon text. Yeah, he can't read it. And you, and so you he bought at home, a middle sized can. It looked like the cans of soup his wife brought home. He bought a long box that looked like a spaghetti box and a big can that looked like a spaghetti sauce can. Yep. This is it. And and that's as much as Amazon is going to let me look inside before uh, buying the buying the book. Yep. I used to love that book because I just remember thinking that guy's so dumb. How dumb is that guy? <laughs> it's know? kind of like a, see what happens if you don't learn how to read. I think that was the lesson. I think that, I think even it at totally the end, is. he was like, yeah. she she helps him learn how to read at the end or something. Because, right, it's not like he's dumb. He just, it, the first thing in the book, he says he just chose not to. He mm-hmm. decided he didn't need to learn how to read. Yeah. Uh, I love that. All right. Well, thanks for the walk down memory lane, everybody. It's enough for the, uh, the, the stuff. Hopefully she gets her dog food replaced with real gifts again and has her own Christmas miracle. In the oh, meantime, kidding. we're going to take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will be here. We're going to do a little end-of-year comic recommendations. Love it. Ooh. Love this idea. Yeah, so stick around for that. We're going to eat some more Japanese crap later. we got to, you know, we got stuff to do still, so stick around after yeah. this song. But, Brian, we have to have the song before we can stick around. Sure. We're going to Connecticut for this one. A Connecticut punk band called American Thrills. They've just signed with Wiretap Records, and they've premiered their brand-new song, which is called Alive and Well. Uh, this uh, single just came out, so excited to play this for you. They opened for um, Hamden, Connecticut band Piebald, and uh, then released a four-way split with Tired Radio, Nightmares for a Week, and Neck Scars, where they contributed the track Blue Collar. Anyway, their debut EP came out last year, and uh, they had another EP that came out earlier in 2020, but they've just joined Wiret- Wiretap Records. Here's their brand-new song, Alive and Well. Yeah, I always held you up on a 
that I uh, enjoy also is reading. I keep up with the current bestsellers. I'm a 25-year subscriber to both Playboy and the New Yorker magazine. Yes, indeed. Plenty of paperwork before you arrive at the final results, such as this air conditioning unit. Wolfman's got cards. This is the morning stream. back everybody that song once again was once again that was american thrills by the band i'm sorry the american thrills is the band that was the song alive and well by the band american thrills by the way yeah um at some time in the next week or two um actually it's already up there you can go to quick tms so we have quicksack.li mm-hmm. right for all the film sack stats and sure. stuff um there's now a new site called quick tms.li what and on there you're going to find our recommendals and the songs that we play on the show with links to where you can get the songs and check out the video or the the movies we watch etc that's awesome yes quick tms.li oh yeah look at this yeah i can see them right here oh songs and recommendals this is awesome Yeah. yeah very very cool okay i did not know this was i guess i saw a link and didn't click it but I guess yeah, this well, is done. Yeah, I'm still working on it. Uh, it's a it's a work in progress. Work in progress. Work in progress. I'm trying to make it easy enough that Iceworm can manage the songs, Randy can manage the recommendals, Amy might be able to manage her read this segments, and I can just take a nap. Yeah, that's, you, that's and my you can. Plan, yeah, you can do nothing. Easy. You can just go lean back and go. I was the brain that made this exactly. happen. Exactly. I I set this all up. You run with it from yeah, here. Do the work for me, Stephen yeah. Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's uh, America's sweetheart. It's Stephen Schleicher <laughs> from, <laughs> from Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, good, good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm walking around the house with a blindfold on because I don't want to look outside. Yeah, oh, my Lord. Better better you don't. Yeah. yeah. Why, why? What's wrong with outside? Oh, because the, the bird box. Bird I get box. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, America's we know. Sweetheart, all, it's a callback, Scott. All bad things start in Hayes, Kansas. That's what we know. <laughs> Uh, hey, welcome back. It's good to have you here. And uh, you know, it's weird. Was, we were supposed to have um, 
Chris, day before Christmas Eve, straight through today, was supposed to originally be nothing but snow, white Christmas, all of that. Man, did they move the goalposts on that. It's like no snow outside. It's cold, but there's shit. There's nothing. It's just dirty and gross and overcast. And here we are. Stop few, talking about haze. Look, haze is <laughs> the haze is trouble. Hazy life. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of haze, uh, it's been a haze. This whole year's been hard. Everybody's like, oh, man, I you know, must right? have missed out on a bunch of comics and stuff. And I'll bet Steven. Oh, I was going to tell you before you tell me this. I'm seeing uh, uh, Spider-Man today. I forgot to tell you guys. What? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Breaking. I almost almost broke yesterday. I was like, man, I want to see this movie so bad. I'm like, nope. Sorry. I have a reason. (laughs) Not going to go to a stinky theater. Boycotting, protesting. I mean, here's the reason why. Safety, but uh, yeah. yeah, Here's the reason why. So, uh, my my buddy Darren, I was talking about. I could not think of anything to get this dude for Christmas because he's just he's like us. He's a nerd and has what he wants already. And it's like, what are you even going to do? I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to pick a time where no one's in that damn theater. And we're yeah. going to go and lock in a time and watch that thing. And I'm going to take him and nice. his wife and Kim with us. And we're going that's going to be his gift. So that's what we're doing. We're going. We're seeing it today at like three. And uh, so Spider-Man. That's all. Cool. Yep. It's here. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think of it. I'm very only, excited. Only, only 22 days before you hit your Loki deadline. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I better haul ass. Well, is there some? Is there anything that uh, he can't see, like, or not? I can't see. I don't. Up? No, I don't think, think so. so. No. Um, let's see. But You've already watched Black with... Widow, right? Did you already watch Black Widow? I saw Widow? Black Widow. Yeah. Did, did you watch What If? Uh, yes, I watched What If. Okay, then yeah. you should be okay. I should be okay. Yeah. No other. Think, uh, uh, did you I watch the last Spider-Man before Doctor Strange and the the Multiverse of Madness? He needs to watch everything before then. Uh, Although you know this, this third movie was really teased back in the second movie with uh, with old Fishbowl Head talking. Oh, it was. Yes, it totally and I, was. And I did see that, so I'm. I'm Have you, you know. seen uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse? Which still, <sighs> even though I haven't seen this third movie, is still the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I've seen that movie three times, so I'm yeah. good. Only three? Yeah, only three. I could. I would. No I'd love to watch. How many times have you watched Parasite? Uh, zero. Ah. What's the round number? It's zero, right? Zero. It's zero. It's yeah. a very round number. It's almost negative. No Way Home is the best live action Spider movie, Spider Man movie ever released, mm-hmm. and I I'm not 100 percent sure where I'd put it compared to Into the Spider Verse. They're so different that it's hard for me to rank them together. But uh, they share a little seat. They you know? do share a little seat. Yeah, got them sitting on. You know what do you call side that? Side by side, totally fine. Yep, yeah, exactly. They're they're edging on the seat. Wait, that's something else. All right, <laughs> that's something totally different. Oh, no. I learned that recently. All right, hey, uh, so let's get to it. I, I, there's always some comics during the year that where I'm like, oh, I, I should read that, and then I forget it happened, and then there's so many more that you forget and forget and forget. Um, mm-hmm. You got a nice little list here of uh, of stuff. Yeah, uh, some of these I've mentioned before, and I know Scott, you've at least read one of these. The hit, uh, the Human Target, is oh, uh, yeah. definitely one. This is from DC Comics. This is Tom King and Greg Smallwood on this series. Really beautiful art in this thing. Mm-hmm. But this is the story. It's I believe it's a twelve issue maxi series where Christopher Chance, uh, who goes out and disguises himself um, as other people, if they're if they've got a hit taken out on them. Uh, accidentally consumes a poison intended for Lex Luthor, and now in his final days before he dies, he has to figure out who done it. Yeah. And if that sounds a lot like the movie DOA, it, it most mm-hmm. certainly is exactly mm-hmm. like DOA. Mm. And, so, these, and these uh, are, this is an target. old series, right? This is like a rebirth of an old series, I think. Yeah, uh, of the of an old character. Yeah, Christopher Chance is an old Silver Age character. Okay, so uh, you weren't and, kidding and you about had the a, art, by the way. The art is so like 
like art deco 50s 60s mm-hmm. it's awesome i love it you you had a chance to read it what'd you think i really liked it it's it's very uh it's weird because in on the one hand it's very noir mm-hmm. um and and visually so uh and then and then you are suddenly also dealing with some mainstream dc pulp heroes mm-hmm. and it's and it's not it's not a bad thing it's just kind of jarring it's like oh yeah right we're we're in the dc universe here we're not you know, yeah. as soon as Lex Luthor shows up toward the end of that issue, I was like, oh, okay, right. Oh, okay, sure. And by the way, that is such an iconic shot of him uh, that I showed the that I showed the frame to my daughter. I said, who do you think this is? Because it didn't say anywhere. She goes, well, that's mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. I'm like, of course it is. That's how iconic it is. It just looks great. It's an amazing yeah. visual journey, and I liked it a lot. But I've only read the first issue. Is the second even out? It may be. Second out. issue is out. Third issue is out this week. So you can read all three issues before the end of the year and see if you can figure out who done it. Now, he does... It, the, the interesting thing is, he thinks it's a Justice League member, and it's the Bwahaha era of the Justice League. So you've got Martian Manhunter, um, um, Red Rocket, or Rocket Red, I forget which way his name is. Probably not Red Rocket. I hope it's not Red really Rocket. Weird. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Red Rocket, Red Booster Rocket. Booster and Beetle, Fire and Ice, uh, all those characters uh, are going to show up in the series. So uh, pretty, issue three out today. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's what Tom... Right. He yeah, was actually, tweeting about. tomorrow, t- tomorrow. Tom King, right? Yeah, yeah, Tom King. Yeah. Speaking of Tom King, yeah, let's continue on some of that Tom King love with Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Oh. Uh, I have uh, talked about this a couple of times this year. Uh, Tom King, notorious for taking other properties and seeing how he can retell that story inside of comic books. Uh, last one was DOA. This one is True Grit. So uh, Supergirl, grown up. Uh, she's... Uh, kind of bitter at the world uh she's on another planet uh, getting drunk because uh, she can't get drunk on earth and a little girl comes up and says hey i need your help in seeking uh, vengeance against these people that killed my family and supergirl's like yeah sure why not mm-hmm. and so they go off on a big uh planet spanning multi-planet spanning uh tale of revenge and death and the art by bill quiz evely she's a brazilian artist is just amazing uh, she is one of my favorite new artists ever since I saw her do a little piece with the Legion of Superheroes about five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, but um, again, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I want to say like the first six issues are out of that one. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can get pretty far into that story. So if you like True Grit and you like some superhero characters, here you go. Yeah. It's a nice long that's issue, cool. too. The first issue is 32 pages. That's long for yeah. a new comic. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the and price, I think, yeah. I don't know if every issue is 32 uh, pages. Uh, the series, the issues are four ninety nine a piece, mm. which is a little high, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think they are throwing in those extra pages to account for for the price. Yeah, and if you're, you know, if you if you're a DC uh, Infinite subscriber like I am, and you and you're okay waiting three months, or is it ninety days, or they change that? I think it's ninety days. I think it's still ninety days. Yeah, they they were originally six six months or a year or something. And now unless of course the movie doesn't make at least fifty million dollars in the box office, then they can release it in fifteen days. Yeah, and they'll do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so you may be able to stick around for that. Uh, all right, definitely on my list. Tell me about uh, tell me about the Good Asian. What is this? So the Good Asian is one that I've mentioned uh, before. Uh, this is uh, a story set in the I want to say it's the nineteen thirties uh, about kind of America's first Asian detective. Um, At the time, it was impossible for Asians to rise up in rank on on the police force, but the the title character is 
actually made a detective in Hawaii. So when he comes to San Francisco to solve a murder and to find a missing person, he not only has to deal with racism, he has to deal with um, his his family, which his adoptive family, which is white. And then, of course, he has to deal with that struggle of, you know, kind of, of walking the line between his Asian culture and the white culture in a super racist uh, 1930s Chinatown, San Francisco. It is really good. Mm. It shows how complex things can be. Uh, the The character in The Good Asian is kind of, I, I put that in quotes, kind of based on the character, uh, the real life person who ended up being portrayed um, as uh, Charlie Chan in the books and the movies. So there oh. was a real life person that this character is based on. It's not this character, but it's based on that character. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that was the case. I thought Charlie Chan was just a straight up, like here's a stereotype and we're going to make him solve crimes. And yeah, he's, he's based on the first Asian detective in Hawaii. And I forget his name off the top of my head, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It is a page turner. It is noir mystery. It is, it's good. The good Asian, uh, you can get that from image comics. Nice. The real guy's name was Charles Chanman. Was his real name? Yes, I'm sure that's what it was, Scott. <laughs> totally was, yes. All right, I like me some Ed Brubaker a whole lot. I also like Sean Phillips, so I'd probably like Reckless. Tell me why I'd like Reckless. Oh, man, Reckless is this series, and again, I've talked about this before. This is a series that very much reads like um, uh, Remo the Destroyer. It reads a lot like the you know the pulp novels that you may have read uh, growing up in the 60s and 70s. Uh, you know, just these guys that are out for revenge. This one also has a big mix of mystery involved. So uh, Reckless is this guy, Ethan Reckless. Uh, he went to jail. He's out and he's kind of doing odd jobs, solving uh, problems for people if he can do it. Sometimes it means that he has to go beat up people. Other times it may mean that he is uh, trying to figure out a, a murder mystery or who done it. Uh, there are three books out so far Um Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, when we went into lockdown in 2020, we're like, you know what? We're kind of done with doing single issue series, right? We're, yeah. you know, one issue after another. Instead, we're going to release things direct to what we call direct to trade. And so they came up with this character, uh, Reckless, and they re they've released them about every three months. The next one, I believe, comes out in March. Uh, if you love Sean Phillips art, this stuff is going to just be like a masterpiece. And quite honestly, I think that this is the peak of the Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips uh, comic creations. And that's mm. saying a lot considering that they've done criminal, they've done, you know, so much other stuff um, uh, through the years. This, this is, this is kind of that pulpy late seventies, early eighties revenge mystery kind of series yeah. that is super easy to get into. Yeah. It looks super very, easy to get into. very seventies pulp stuff going on. Yeah. Here. It's, it's told via kind of flashback. So this is, uh, Ethan, when he's much older, saying, oh, so back in the day, this happened. And he tells the story and each book advances the timeline. So we know that he's getting older as the story in each uh, volume. The city of Los Angeles is getting older and the world around him is changing. And so he's also having to kind of deal with that. If anyone remembers from last year, I recommended Pulp. That's, I think, kind of where they figured out that, oh, we can do these kinds of tales with reckless and yeah. so that's where where that came from. that's really cool all right i'm definitely checking that one out um and then there's something called die yeah so die, this is die. this is really cool this is from uh kieran uh, kieran gillen and stephanie hans this is kieran gillen's uh he loves tabletop rpgs and he loves the history of tabletop rpgs in fact uh the die series from image comics 
actually spawned him or, or encouraged him to create an RPG based on his comic book series. That's cool. So there are 20 issues in the series. Okay. Uh, very much like a 20 sided die. Yeah. And this tells the story of a bunch of kids who, when they were younger playing an RPG game, got sucked into a world that is very different than anything you've ever seen. In fact, um, for those of you who really kind of want some insight of what the series is about, each episode, each issue is kind of a metaphor for the history of tabletop gaming. So the very first one takes place kind of like during World War One, and it feels very much like uh, the old um, the old uh, army uh, type uh, campaigns that people would have with their little uh, figures and moving them X number of inches, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that in there, which kind of led to Dungeons and Dragons and all the other RPGs. So every issue kind of expands upon that and gives you that this weird history of uh, role-playing games. So it's dark, it's moody, there's some scary stuff in there, so it's probably not for the youngest kids. But, you know, if you got if you got a... I, I like the description. It's goth Jumanji. Right. So if, if you can, if you're in for that, then uh, go check out Die also from Image Comics. Okay. Goth Jumanji. Yeah. Goth, goth with a G. Yeah, I'm trying to... Trying to wrap my head around that concept. Yeah. I mean, it's dark, uh, so I give you a little bit of a little bit of a spoiler on the series. Most of the kids came back. One of them stayed behind or got stuck behind, and Ooh. there's some uh, there's some vengeance going on. Oh, all right. I like some wow. good vengeance. I'm down. Yeah. All right, and finally, we get a little mainstream. There's a lot of a lot of indie there. Uh, but now let's yeah. talk about Amazing Spider-Man from Marvel Comics. Why oh, is man. this year so good? What's going on? Uh, Brian, who is the greatest Amazing Spider-Man of all time? Yes, you're right. Of course, it's Ben Riley, Spider-Man. <laughs> you mean the Scarlet Spider Ben Riley with the, yes. the blue uh, hoodie with the sleeves the, torn off? Yes, and the, uh, a clone of Peter Parker, or is he the, the spider, real version of Peter Parker? Who knows? The front in a jaunty, angular way. Huh. Yes. Yeah, so uh, he's, you know, after his adventures, oh, what, 30 years ago, however long it's been, 40 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, you know, he's back in the Marvel Universe. Uh, turns out that Peter Parker, probably about, I want to say like somewhere around 10 issues ago of this series, uh, inhaled a toxin, so he's been out of commission. And at the same time, because of, oh, that silly copyright and trademark stuff, uh, the Beyond Corporation has taken the Spider-Man logo and name and given it to Ben Riley to step up and be the Spider-Man while Peter Parker is out. Mm. It is really kind of fun because we're bouncing around between a Ben Riley story, Peter Parker in the hospital story, which is kind of a nice flip from... Uh, Aunt May always being in the hospital. And <laughs> right. then we got, um, what is it? The, uh, the the Daughters of the Dragon are also working for the Beyond Corporation, and they're starting to suss out, oh, there's something not right with this company. Mm. Mm. And so the last 10 or so issues have been really fun uh, Spider-Man stuff, uh, dealing with Ben Riley and Peter and the Daughters of the Dragon and this Beyond Corporation, so... Nice. I uh, I, have, I can't remember the last time I read anything in that Amazing I'm Spider-Man. So series. far behind, yeah. So much yeah, of it too. though. I guess if you have if yeah. you've got Mar- if you've got unlimited, it's probably pretty yeah. If you've quick got unlimited, catch yeah. definitely catch up on this. In fact, if you only know that Peter Parker is in the hospital because he uh, inhaled a venomous toxin, check out Amazing Spider-Man number eighty-two. It came out last week. It feels like they're channeling with the, the the main villain. It feels like they're channeling the fluke man from um, X Files. Uh huh. Okay. That's cool. And like so that. it's it's a kind of a I thought for a Christmas time uh, issue. I thought it was kind of a scary issue. Um, and it's and it's really cool because Peter is 
still woozy from the effects of of being uh, almost killed. Yeah. And he really can't do anything while this creature is going around killing people in the hospital. Now, these Daughters of the Dragon are not related to Fin Fang Foom or Captain Plum. No, Dragon this is... Uh, this is uh, Colleen. Uh, what is it? Her Colleen name? Wing. Wing. Yeah. And um, what's her face? The other one with the iron right. arm. Um, yes. uh, Misty Knight. Yes. Misty Knight. Uh, Misty Knight. Yes. One of those convenient comic both, names. Both featured in Netflix's uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist uh, yes. series. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I must not admit. God, I guess I never watched Iron Fist. Or not Iron Fist. And yeah, Iron Fist. Neither did anybody else. No, but it's worth it's, it's good. It's, Brian worth, it's, it's it. worth a watch. Yeah, I enjoyed Brian it. It, wasn't my, it certainly wasn't my favorite of the Netflix series, but uh, but I actually enjoyed it. And and listen, Jessica Henwick, who played Colleen Wing in that series, mm-hmm. needs her own series and needs to be introduced in the MCU and needs to be yes. part of everything because she is fantastic. I'll watch her do anything. Well, as we have seen in two recent Marvel uh, releases, uh, uh, they certainly are recognizing that the Netflix series exist. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. so uh, it would not surprise me if we don't see more of these characters move over into the Marvel universe proper. I, I mean, they kind of always some dangerous work. water you're traveling in there. Yeah, I don't think so. Somebody was just asking me a little bit ago if I had seen the ending of Hawkeye, and yes, I have. So yeah, uh-huh. I have questions about that final episode that I, I won't bring up here. But I, can you can yeah. you dance around it? Yeah, I can dance around. There's an off there's an off screen shooting. Yes, that happens. and 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 remember, uh, unless you see it happen on screen. It probably didn't happen. That person is probably not dead. Okay. Right. Exactly. Fair enough. Without a doubt. doubt. Yeah. That seems there was a big, there was the sound of a falling. Well, I don't want, I don't want to get into it, but there was a sound that they were trying to imply (laughs) that perhaps somebody took a, took a dirt nap, but maybe not. Maybe. maybe I mean that, that particular person took an arrow to the chest and kept moving. So yeah, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. That was awesome. Um, all right. My, the final episode tried to cram too much into one episode, but I still really loved that season. That whole thing, the whole series was great. I really liked. It. I thought, it, honestly, I thought it was rather boring. Really? Yeah, I loved it. It's one of my favorite. It's just things. like, wow. it's like I really feel like they could have crammed. What? How many episodes was it? Eight, six. Eight it was episodes, only six episodes. episodes. I think yeah. they could have crammed it into four episodes, and oh, it would have been a lot more action and a lot more impactful instead See, of. I a think lot that, of, that final episode needed two more episodes to flesh itself out. So, if anything, I think, I think yeah. it needed more yeah. time. But I really, really liked it. So, who knows? Uh, well, all right then, Kate Bishop, yourselves right down to the Netflix store and grab yourself a copy. Of, no, that wasn't on there. <laughs> Disney Plus is what I meant to say. The Netflix store. You know, the Netflix store where you buy all your movies. Um, yeah. Hey. Steven, this is great. I love this end of year stuff because there's all sorts of stuff I missed in here, and I'm excited to read them all. Uh, New year ahead of you for major spoilers. Anything you want to hint at or talk about or do? Yes. In fact, today, this is something that I failed at last year because I got really sick, if you guys remember. I do Uh, remember that. This morning at uh, 5.30 a.m., I completed my final challenge for my... um, my Apple uh, health thing. You know, every month they're like, hey, oh, here's your yeah. challenge. Go out and do this many minutes of exercise 30 mm-hmm. times a day or, you yeah. know, whatever it is. Yeah. And so right. I have completed every single month for 2021. Damn. That's a lot of goal setting. And I kind of like, I, I like the way that Apple does this in how they try to make it a game for you to do. Can sure. you do mm-hmm. better this time than next time? Yeah, the game of fire. Next, Not this Friday. Next Friday, January 7th. Uh, finally, Friday is coming back. It had to go away because my son was in swimming and Friday was the only day that we could do it. It's coming back next week. One Brian Ibbett is going to come on <gasps> and he's going to talk about 
uh, gaining. Gamifying uh, your... Gamifying your, the system, your life, yeah, whatever it is. That's a great I'm idea. Look, I'm, ver- I'm very much looking forward to this because I have so many questions about, you know, how do you make this work? How, do, how does it not work or work? What are some rules? How can people set this up in their lives? And so um, Brian and I are going to run through that in a very fast 30 minutes over on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Awesome. That's next next Friday at 4.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, of course, the only time zone that matters, yeah. at least to Brian and Scott. Yeah, well, <laughs> you true. know, what else? Are there other time zones? Uh, this isn't the first I'm hearing of that. Uh, awesome. Well, may your central time zone become, you know, better than just the mediocre place it holds in our hearts now. And uh, <laughs> may your year be fantastic. Uh, I know some other cool yeah. stuff happening coming down the, the rope, so you guys yep. keep your eyes on that. It's Stephen Schleicher, everybody. Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, have a happy new year. Yeah, don't get drunk and stay hydrated, everybody. That's a good idea. Yeah, drink all you want, I guess, but then drink Don't get drunk, period, but stay hydrated. Oh, right. Don't get drunk and stay hydrated. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of those Yeah, that'd be a bad headline. Uh, Anyway, be safe. We'll uh, see you soon. Happy New Year. (laughs) Bye now. All righty, Brian. We've come to the point of the show where we're going to eat some Japanese things. Yes. Uh, We didn't decide ahead of time, so we got to... Take this. uh, It's for you. It's food. Uh, I, I kind of, uh, I feel like maybe something salty and then something sweet, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we'll do a Kit Kat. How about this wasabi sticks looking thing? Is it's it a red one? Bag. Oh. Oh. Not uh, that? Hold on. No, but. I go oh. either way. I don't know what these red things are. They look like beets or something? Yeah, maybe. I mean. Looks like it says Hari Kari on the bottom right. Oh, that's just Kari Kari. <laughs> yeah. Double double suicide. I don't know what that is. Let's do the uh how about the green bag, because we that definitely looks salty and spicy, yeah. wasabi looking thing. Yeah, let's do the green bag. <laughs> I like that. The flavor of uh Kit Kat. Uh, let's see here. How how do you feel about I want to try this one that doesn't show us anything. It's just got a white label on it. Yeah, all right. Yellow, kind of a banana yellow, so maybe there's, you know, banana. But it literally just says some kind of Japanese text. What is that? There's like a little poo or something on the <laughs> on there. Here, look, chat. This, this guy right there. All right, cool. Whatever that little ring and turd it's a match. is. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, All yeah, right. what is that? I don't know what it is. Oh. I don't like it. Oh, it's like a, it's a dish with something on it. Oh. All right. Oh, it's like a little cake. Like a little, like a little cake. Okay. It blends into the, the yellow in the background. All right. So we'll do the, the the wasabi deal first. Yeah. Opening this up here. It's pud. It's pud flavored. Thanks again to Tara in Japan for these amazing snacks. Oh, she's awesome. And I, she's been following up with me to let me know, like, the Angry Pig snacks. Um, uh what did she say about those? She actually did have an update on those. I hope she didn't say, I hope Scott doesn't eat all of those two snacks, that and the squid things, because uh, <laughs> I did. I ate them all. All of them. I ate those squids uh, that day. I was done by the time my day ended. Oh, she was actually glad to hear that it hit the spot for you, the, the squids. Um, Okinawa black sugar is locally grown, unrefined sugar, and is more dark, dark brown than actually black. What you looked up is sanding sugar. Scott for baking and stuff, which is just dyed black. Oh, uh, sending sugar you can find many colors, but Okinawans grow sugarcane locally, and all the gift shops have various snacks and candies for sale uh, with that black sugar. Got it. 
I thought um, yeah. it was like squid ink or something. I didn't know. Right? No. Nope. Oh, this smells. This smells really yeah, good. This, this smells, smells right. like wasabi fry sticks or something. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm eating all those. Yeah. This will be gone. Yeah. And I can't tell. There's no way to figure out how many calories this whole bag is, so guess I'm eating it. You can do a tra- you want to do a translation on that front and see what yep. it says. Let's see what it says. Yep. Because we got Colby at the top, but uh, that's just the company, I think. Yeah, that's just the brand. All right, let's see what. What does Google, Google Translate, Translate has say? To say? Yep. Sometimes it's drunk, and we have to send her home. Wasabi soy sauce flavor. It's oh. a mess. Start later. <laughs> and hold on. That's good advice. Yes, let me see if I can get it to freeze on that text. It's a mess. Start later. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when I freeze frame on the perfect... uh, There you go. I'm sending this to you. Okay. Text? Via text, yeah. Let's go, Johnson. Send and go. Mm -hmm. Put that on screen and let everybody enjoy... It's translation of the two, <laughs> two labels. All right, what do we got here? Wasabi birthday oil taste. I'm sick afterwards. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the frick? Fantastic. Oh, my Lord. I don't know what to make of that. Mm, That's wasabi awesome. Wasabi birthday oil taste. Yeah, wasabi birthday oil. Mm, my favorite taste. I'm sick <laughs> afterwards. All right, uh, let's chase it down with this little uh, yellow u- unit. Yeah, it's a Kit Kat. Uh, Japanese Kit Kats, renowned for it's their sort quality. Of like maybe a cheesecake or something on the uh, the front of it. Are these getting shorter? Is it just me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> or am I getting longer? No, I think they're getting shorter. <laughs> they are getting shorter. All right, here we go. Ooh. Mm. Okay. There yeah. is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. What am I getting out of that? Like a what's um what's that thing you've put you've turned you put on fire for a second? The dessert? Yeah, like a, a creme brulee. Yeah, creme brulee. Is that what brulee means to put on fire? Um, <laughs> to set your creme the brulee. On fire? The brulee does. Yes, I think it does mean to. Oh, flan, 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 flan. Yeah, flan. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. And that little cake icon is what they show so now it makes sense that's a flan flavored flim flam all right good selections today yeah uh, i'll just confirm pudding is um the flavor oh it's like a put uh okay like a flan pudding custard pudding fragrance <laughs> yeah played keyboard for them <laughs> exactly they were they were kind of new agey oh that's very good yeah, that's good. All right. Thank you once again, Tara. We'll uh, continue to work our way through this stuff as the days go on. A uh, quick reminder, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, all sorts of good times to be had uh, on the show. Um, yeah, that's right. that's... I may need to talk to you about Wednesday because I just realized I might have a conflict. Oh, no. What's going on? You got something yeah, hot uh, coming up? We'll talk after. Uh, no, it's, a, it's a, a trip that we need to take to see somebody that we needs to be seen. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Not, no, I'll nice and vague. I'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> yeah. That's nice and vague. I like it. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll let you guys know. But for Tuesday, for sure, we'll, we'll be here uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, we'll have uh, all the fun that we have on Tuesdays, I guess. I don't know if Bill's back. He might be. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely have Bobby, Bobby, though. 
Bobby's, got, Bobby's got nothing else going on. He'll be around. Nope. Well, I just realized we have two. We technically have two Bobs on Tuesdays. No, because Bill is a Robert, or Bill is a William, not a Robert. Oh yeah, right. Bill. What am I? What yeah. am I thinking of? You're thinking of Roberts, not Williams. A Robert is a Bob. A William is a Bill. Wait. Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. You are 100 percent correct. In my head, though, they were not. It was all wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you like this show, and I know many of you do, because a lot of you already support us, but we'd love more over at patreon.com slash TMS. Still time to get in on the on the, uh, on the the December. But uh, if not, new month coming, new year coming. And it would be great to have all of you amongst us here on the show. Patreon.com slash TMS. There are lots of things you can get. Commercial free episodes every day with bonus content and weekly TMS PM episodes. A quick note, though, programming note. This week's a little different. Uh, normal week show of uh, week of shows. Maybe not Wednesday. We'll see after I talk to Brian. Uh, but normal stuff up through Thursday, and then uh, instead of a PM on Friday, we're going to do a public for everybody version of that kind of show on the thirty first at one thirty PM. We're part of a collective doing charity drive that day, and uh, we'll have more details for you in the next couple of days. But uh, that's right now planned for one thirty Mountain Time on the thirty first. As we bring in the new year, and we'll, we have some country where it's New Year's right when we record. So oh, right, yeah. So we get to announce. We'll actually get to say whose New Year it is. Yeah. So like Brian, oh, when, that's cool. when Tom Merritt does, his, he's doing a bit as well. Some other people in our in our friends list are all doing stuff, and they all have a certain country where it will be midnight when they start, and that will be true of us. So I'm not sure where it is though. I forget, but we'll find out. Anyway. That's uh, this week coming up uh, on the 31st, which I guess is Friday, right? Friday. Correct. Friday? Yes. Friday. Friday? Correct. And then I'm going to go to a mammoth game that night. Oh, that's mammothly wonderful to hear. Uh, All right. That's it. Uh, Frogpants.com slash TMS for all your other needs. The morning stream at gmail.com. If you're trying to email us, that'd be great, too. Let's get out of here with a song selection from the vast, varied, and delightful library of Brian Ibbett. It really is. It is a really, it's such a huge, 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 huge library. Um, This one is uh, really just a a straight up request for, um, excuse me, not tied to a birthday or anything. Uh, Let me pull it up here because when I quit out of everything, I had to uh, move it over here. This is um, going out to... Uh, this is me stalling to get the information <laughs> because there we go. Sure. Uh, Jay, who goes by Efink G4 in the chat and everywhere else, says, Hey guys, I love this ska version of She by the Mad Caddies. You can play this one whenever. I usually listen to my in my car on the way to work with my little Shiba Inu pup, Lucy. And we sing together. Aw, keep up the great work. Can't believe you guys have been in my ears since those burning crusade days. Love yas, XOXOX. Wow, 2007, six, seven. Yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. Crazy pants. Wow. I wasn't on those episodes on the burning crusade. I, I came on a couple times to yeah. the instance, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, did I miss a, oh, you might have, I might have missed you, Stephanie. Well, there's tomorrow. Well, that's why we did uh, all the spit stuff and gross stuff today was to make up for it, Stephanie. That was amazing. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. All right. This is a cover of Green Day's She, covered here by the Mad Caddies. She, she screams in silence. 
Silent riot penetrating through her mind Waiting for a sign To smash the silence with a brick of self-control Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I like fried chicken.